0: Welcome to the podcast. Hey. Welcome to the podcast. Hey Jeff, how are you doing today? I'm well, how are you? So today, we're going to take a a historical perspective of what we do. We've been doing this a long time. And over that time period, 15 plus years, things have changed in our industry and things have stayed the same. And we challenged each other to come up with things that we feel have changed and th- things that we feel are the same. I have a short list and I assume you have a short list. I have a
1: short list as well.
0: All right, so why don't we alternate? Let's start with changes. What do you got?
1: Give me one. Well, the first I think, and probably the biggest change is going mobile. you know, having the surveys being taken by uh, respondents on a variety of, of devices and just as important having the dashboards and survey results being analyzed by the users, general managers, and, you know, also on, on mobile devices.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. Mobile first has certainly become a thing. I I guess looking back to when we did start our first, I guess our first uh, hospitality client was, I think it was 2005. That certainly was not a thing. The iPhone, I believe is 2007. Right. That was a, that was the first time that I guess, I don't know if that was actually the first smartphone, but in any, in any event, that was certainly the beginning of, you know, mainstreaming people to mobile first. And at some point, I don't know exactly when uh, we had to adjust to the idea that over time, more and more people were, you know, it started with the with surveys, more more and more people were taking surveys, completing right. surveys on mobile devices. I don't know what the percentage is right now, but I know it's the vast majority of our surveys are completed on a mobile device.
1: Yeah. Um, I I would have thought you would say that, you know, and yeah. that's probably in the last five years went from a minority to a vast majority. I think it's longer than that. And
0: we'll, we'll put up some numbers. We'll either put it on screen when we do the editing to this, or we'll But in the um, the comments, yeah. So that would be, I guess that would be a very important thing that's different from when we started doing this. Let me do one. So let's just go. Let's alternate rather than just staying within all things that are, are are different. Let's go jump back and forth. So I'll name something that's stayed the same. So we're measuring the same thing. We're measuring. We're measuring physical yeah. offline experiences, right? It's funny
1: you're, you're saying that because I had something just along those lines. You're right. right. The, the, I mean, please continue. I don't mean to interrupt, but basically, what we're doing is the same. Yeah, we're, we're you know getting feedback for our customers and giving them tools to use that feedback. Is that has not changed?
0: Right, and 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 the feedback is of experiences that. Yes there have been changes to to the the details of these experiences whether it's a hotel stay or a restaurant visit but you know a ho- people have stayed in hotels for you know god knows how many years how long there've been some form of hotels and people have had guest experiences at 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 lodges back you know hundreds and hundreds of years ago and the details of those experiences and the amenities have obviously changed drastically over time. But a guest experience is a guest experience. And we are, as you said, we are gathering the feedback about that experience for the people who are running the hotels or the restaurants. And yeah, in right. So that has not changed. It's true. Nope. That has not changed. Right. Nope. Okay. Something else that
1: has changed. What do you got? In our business is the prevalence of review sites. Ah, and the use of re- I mean, we've had podcasts strictly about that. Yes, we have. The point is that review sites are part of our business. They're part of a way for our clients to analyze their business to to see how they're faring in the eyes of the guests. And it uh, not that it's related to our surveys, but it's part of the way that people in the world make choices and, and analyze um, the environment of where they're going to stay and, and, and the properties that they're interested in. But for how it affected us, I believe, is that we, we're more of aware, aware of review sites and we have a tool within our surveys to direct people to review sites if, if that's what our clients, you know, an option that they want to buy into. But just the prevalence of review sites in the world is is relatively in the overall picture pretty recent.
0: Yeah, the well, yeah, definitely, certainly in the in the again going back to two thousand five, so seventeen years, I guess, is the actual number. They existed in two thousand five, but I think that the the importance is 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 so much different than it was then. There's actually a different attitude that I feel. I, mean, I know you agree with this because we've talked about it. There, there's a, there was a different attitude about reviews from our clients back in 2005. I mean, they were trying. It, it was like the the uh, it was a thorn in their side. They just wanted to get away from reviews. They, they 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 didn't want to have anything to do with reviews. They people wanted to not be transparent. Reviews, you know, for all their faults, they've they've made commerce for lack of a, a, a for an all encompassing to use an all-encompassing term, they've they've provided some transparency in the way people do business. There are many faults with review sites and reviews, as we've talked about. However, overall, they've opened up, they've pulled back the curtain, so to speak. And from the standpoint of hospitality operators, they can no longer ignore them. They certainly don't. They have to embrace them and they have to they have to do everything they can to make sure their reviews are as good as they can be because reviews are so important. We talked about this in a, in a series of, of podcasts back in the fall of last year that over 90% of people are making purchase decisions after consulting a review. So, yeah, that's a, that's a, a big difference. Reviews existed in 2005, but their importance in, in the world have, has skyrocketed over that time. Mm-hmm. All right. Things that have stayed the same. Okay. So I'll go back to something sort of along the lines of what I said before, which is that we're measuring the same thing. We're also sort of measuring in the same way. Surveys, have they changed? Yes and no.
1: I'm They're, smiling because you're right. You're hitting it right on the head. It's another very good point. the The building blocks of
0: surveys have not changed, right? From even before you were able to do them on the internet. I mean, you have very standard types of questions. You have a single choice answer in in the in the world of web forms, which All surveys basically use web forms. Those elements have existed since the web uh, became a thing back in, you know, in widespread use back in the 90s, I guess. Web forms have a couple of different types of elements. So you have a single choice response and those are typically represented by radio buttons where you either turn turn one on or off in, in a series of choices. If it's a multiple selection, it's check boxes, so you can check more than one. Sometimes you use drop-down lists, so those, those have become less popular, I think, over time. And then there's obviously type-in fields where whether it's a short answer, you know, a few characters, one line, and then a multiple line type of text, which we we use for you know what we call verbatim comments. So guests can uh type their own. Paragraphs of of what they felt their experience was
1: like, but those basic elements of input have not changed. It's not changed. I agree. I, I actually have one to add. You know, the ability to force answers is important in certain questions. But w- going back to oh, what wait, you what said do you mean by the... for? You, what do you mean by force? Well, that, that you can't require require answer. Require it. An yeah. Okay. Um, but, but, it's funny, you know, back when even before we started our hospitality venture when we were strictly doing surveys for consumer research, consumer consumer research, um, that was one of our selling points is taking that basic web form and making it more intelligent and more interactive, that's why people chose to use us. but another another important part of the survey that's been here forever is, um, the ability to route our respondents to different parts of a survey based on their response to a previous question—I think that's still used all the time. And-
0: it is, and, and it goes back again. If you want to go back to our roots, which is based in consu- computer-aided telephone interviewing (CATI) caddy systems. I mean, I'm old. I've been doing—I've been in the research industry for a long time since well before this, as you well know. And I mean, I can remember back in the day when when we were doing surveys and and questionnaires and screening surveys on paper. And those were called skip patterns. You know, if somebody answered A to the first question, you had to skip to question five or for as an example. And it, it, it took, it took time, you had to train the interviewers to make sure that they were going through the paper survey and following the skip patterns properly. right? And yeah, to your point, we were, we were amongst the first, if not the first to figure out how to do that for our consumer products based practice back in the late nineties. Now it's, you know, everybody has it, but yeah. So that has stayed the same in a sense. Yes. yes. Is it my turn or is it your turn?
1: My turn. Okay. On things that have changed, another important topic is the evolution of our dashboards. And, you know, the dashboard has become, I, I use this term way too often, but this at a glance, you know, dashboard so that our clients can see how their property is faring and get real, true, actionable information quickly and easily, because a lot of them don't have the time to dig down deeper in in some of the, you know, the information we provide and, uh, or do it on a, I, I feel a lot of our clients do it on a schedule basis, maybe once a month, they have a team meeting and they dig really deep into the, into the results, or we provide them with raw data for them to do it on their own. But the, the fact that they can get real good actionable information just very quickly and easily on going back on a mobile device that has changed pretty drastically in the last few years it has and you just
0: touched on what i was going to say I, th- I think it's very closely related to the idea that we started with which is the transition from using our services on mobile devices
1: pr- yes, first but but our our very first mobile device reports or dashboards weren't what they are today they're, no, they're no. a lot of more course today of course they're, you not. know it's it's, it, it has evolved very nicely over the even five years or three years. It's just a, a really easy tool to use. It is. And and we,
0: we also have to be cognizant of what's going on. We can't look at ourselves within a vacuum. You, you know, back in the day, again, going back to mid 2000s, what we were doing was relatively novel. And so we sort of we had a blank canvas and uh, you know this better than me, a lot of our clients were not in front of a computer or device that was connected, certainly not connected to the internet as much as they are now. So there were less interfaces that they were having to deal with. Sure. They were dealing with property management software, but, there was probably not a lot of other things that they were dealing with at that time. Now everybody is using all kinds of different software and all kinds of different interfaces on a much more regular basis. And ours has to sort of fit in with what's conventions that are used currently amongst other business software and more specifically to software that is used by hospitality professionals. So it has to have a similar look and feel and functionality. It has to be easy and intuitive for them to pick up. So yeah, that that's something that, that we've had to adapt with over time, how people have been using computers and other devices to access information and, and adapt. And to your point, our dashboard, the evolution of our, da- of our reports and dashboards has followed that trend that we've right. had to follow. Right. And in general, just to add on that, I'm not going to keep this as a separate, introduce as a separate thing. A lot of software has become, has, has, has had to learn to play well with other software. And there's a lot of ways that data is shared now. There's, for those who are more technically uh, inclined, our software has had to learn how to connect to other software that, that our clients use. And there are things called APIs, Application Programming Interfaces, in which we can exchange data with programs. And I know you know this, we've always had the ability or have figured out the, the way to get data from our clients' uh, management systems into our system so that we can contact their guests and collect feedback. And over time that has evolved. And you know that we're working on this now to get a tighter integration with uh, some, of the, some of those property management systems. And specifically, this is not a, not a secret, we're working with Oracle to get some tighter, tighter integration on, sure. on that kind of uh, data transfer.
1: But you know, I think that actually could be, I know you didn't want to do this, but that could be a separate topic for a major change because originally when we started in 2005 uh well or a lot earlier uh in our consumer research business the only way they gave us uh, they tr- you know the data transferred to us was through an excel sheet or excel spreadsheet or uh, some sort of um
0: yeah a text a text file that right. either a comma separated value or text right, uh, that's tab what
1: I was going and, yeah. and um you know, and, fr- so and frankly, we still do
0: that. Frankly, there are clients that still do that. There's yeah, in a lot but of- They didn't have an option
1: back then. We did not. That's right. true. What, You're you up for else? stay the same. Uh, and something else that stayed the same? Uh, that's your, your turn for stay the same. I'm, I'm running out of ideas here, I think. I had one that's very basic and very minor, but that email is still the main channel of getting surveys out to our clients. There's a million apps out, chat apps, and, and maybe one day texting and, and chat applications will be used more prevalent than they are now. I, we don't really use them at all. No, we do.
0: And, and it, as you well know, we do have the ability to send invitations via text and
1: um, rarely used. <laughs> it's not, I, I for me personally, it's wrong. I, I think most folks out there, to a certain degree, and it is changing, You know, your text is your personal and your email is your business or related to business type thing. I don't know. Uh, but I, I'm just saying with all the options out there and there are plenty, email is still the, the one channel that is used the most.
0: It is, yes, still is. that is That is very true.
1: Yeah. Do you have any more changes to mention?
0: I think I've covered... Everything that was on my lists,
1: I've got wrong. it pretty covered too. Both negative and I mean both changes and stay the same. The only note I made about changes is, and this has happened a while ago, so it's not really a recent change, but it was an important change, which is why I, I noted it. Was the evolution of our software to, in its intelligence, to be able to determine through analyzing our clients our uh, respondents verbatim comments and also their survey answers along the way while they're while they're actually answering the survey it's able to analyze whether they're a happy guest or a dissatisfied guest and we're able to route them accordingly even before the survey is over and we're able to route them to other questions or to opt-ins to be contacted or opt-ins to send them like we mentioned earlier to review sites and social media we've had that for quite a while and I think we were one of the first to have that but the point is that's relatively new if we're going to go back to the you know the beginning yeah I I will say that it has gotten better and certainly the text
0: analysis is is light years ahead of where it was when we first started it right Uh, but we did learn over time to tweak our algorithm to, to determine loyalty. That, and that, as you said, that was a result of analyzing you know, mountains of data from right. guests of all kinds of different properties over time. So yeah, it's gotten better, but it, it's, so I guess that fits into both categories. It's something that we've always done, yeah. but it has yeah. gotten better. There was one other right. thing that I did fail to mention in terms of something that has stayed the same, and, and that's, I think it's our, our philosophy that it's people first. It's in terms of how we interact with our clients, we've always been a people first company, even though we're a technology company, I guess, okay. by definition, we've always prided ourselves on the idea that the technology is there to help us do a job for our clients and that they, they're not on their own dealing with the technology. And similarly, the technology that we use should not get in the way. It should enhance the experience that our, that our client's guest has with the client. Because at the end of the day, if we're interacting with a guest of, a, of our client, again, we use the hotel, a hotel as an example, we're collecting feedback for a hotel. We're interacting with the guests. So we become part of the experience and we've always been very well aware of that. And that has something that has not changed. Yes, our interface has changed over time and, and our survey experience has changed. We greatly feel for the better and our clients agree with that. But the idea that we have to provide a very elegant uh, touch point on behalf of our clients to our guests, so that at the worst it doesn't adversely affect the guest experience, and at best it enhances the guest experience.
1: Great, totally. That agree. has
0: not changed. Totally agree. And that's that was everything that was on my list. Except I, I didn't. You are you are one to use the use the catchphrase at a glance. You use that a lot. I use use another one. I use another one a lot and it relates to this and that is respect the inbox. And that's something we, that was day one. I mean, that's something we learned again from our consumer products practice. You know, we were, we were charged with contacting the customers of, you know, every major brand out there. And it was so important that we we represented them properly and Correct. made sure that it was a respectful interaction with them. And we, that's something that we've carried with us
1: 20 plus years into this yep. business. I mean, we were sort of forced into that in a way. I mean, it was our philosophy anyway, but with the onset of our survey business was the onset of communicating over the internet by email from consumer companies. And they learned the practice of spamming Early and the practice of inundating their Im- the customers, potential customers' inbox with ads and all sorts of nonsense. So um, it's important that we did that and we, we do it well. And it's still part of our, our philosophy. Yes,
0: and I'm gonna, I'm gonna shout something out that we might edit out of this, but it always struck me as amazing that a company actually, not that they do what we do, but they actually named their business constant contact as if anybody any consumer wants to be constantly contacted by a business
1: yeah good good point
0: all right I think we've gone through the list pretty well right yeah I think we did And it's interesting that we had a lot of similar yeah I mean yes and no right (laughs) I think it was a good exercise to do it on our own I'm glad we're on the same page with everything right
1: yeah. I mean, I, I, like I mentioned to you, I, I was a little concerned about my staying the same list, but the three I wrote down are the same three that we talked about. So yeah. we're on the same page there. Well, I, I enjoyed going on this trip down memory memory
0: lane, looking at things from a historical and evolutionary perspective. I hope you did. And I hope somebody yeah. who's watching or listening to this, whether it's video on YouTube or just one of the ways to get the podcast, the audio podcast, I hope they enjoy it as well. I guess that's it for now. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. And we will see you
1: again soon on another episode. Thanks, folks. See you next time.